This episode of Life and Dilemmas podcast is sponsored by Nando's UK, brought to you by Deliveroo. Hey guys, guess what we've just had? Thanks to Deliveroo, got into the studio and we've ordered, or we did order a Nando's and it just, it was banging. You just can't beat a Nando's on a Friday night, like you just can't. As this episode is sponsored by Nando's, let me let you into a little secret. So if you're listening on Amazon Music, I'm guessing you've got Prime. Most people get Amazon Music and Prime together. But even if you have Amazon Prime, you can get Deliveroo Plus for free for a year on the Deliveroo app. And also, so it's free delivery on all orders over £25. And that is £0 for 12 months if you are an Amazon Prime member. I think that's amazing. So... Go and check it out, guys. And you know what as well? When the weather is like this, you just want a really hot drink. And I've literally ordered. So we had ordered a Nando's and I ordered a Costa peppermint tea. And you would think it would be maybe go cold by now. But guys, it's still really, it stayed really hot and really nice. So I'm very impressed with delivery at the moment. They're doing really well. But on that note, should we get into the podcast? Yeah, let's get into it. Come on then. Right, hello everybody and welcome to our podcast. We were la- we were just laughing, guys, because we were like, it's so awkward doing like intros. <laughs> we like, we might not just even do them anymore. Um, it's just a lot of people do find it awkward. And I was thinking like, yeah, it is a little bit awkward. And then from the first episode as well, when we were talking, when I was saying like, oh, I find it really awkward. Like, well, I find it really funny the way I say sing, like I say. I'm not even going to say it because I just embarrassed myself. But listening back to it is absolutely, like, it's really fucking funny. But thank you for everyone that has listened and given us reviews on Spotify. I think that's one of our same, like, I think on Spotify we've hit quite a lot of um, followers on that, like, for the show. Yeah, I think that's the platform um, that we're growing on the most after one episode. So it's quite, so that's... um, really good to know isn't it and that's it's like we're doing well somewhere however guys i did literally pull k up on a lot of stuff from the last episode do you want to explain and tell him so when we was edit, when we was just doing the, like edit and stuff for the first episode everybody like i, I feel like I was swearing a lot. And then, look, Pri was just, like, having a go at me. She's like, why are you swearing so much in it? You're going to frighten people away. Like, I'm like, this is my this is, this is is my authentic self, to be honest. But I've got to reel it in a little bit. So I've got, like, I, I, I understand that I've got to reel it in a little bit. And I, I do apologise for a lot of swearing. So I'm going to try and not swear as much. I'm not going to say I'm not going to swear. Because that's not me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I do. But I, I do apologise if I have offended anybody with some of the things I did say. We were literally in edit, and I was like, "Why are you swearing so much?" Like it's like he was like effing and jeffing so much after one like sentence. I was like, "You've got to stop that because not everybody wants to hear the effing and jeffing con- consistently from you." But it was funny. I think people get to know you a little bit more better over the podcast, and I feel like my personality did come out quite a lot on the first episode. But I will, you know, that is something that I'm going to try and stop doing. I just want to stop doing that in general. Actually, I do. I generally do swear quite a lot, but yeah, guys. So, any we've just we've not long just got to the studio here in Jewelry Quarter in Birmingham. It's noisy as hell, at, like at the moment because I f- it's a Friday. Everyone's just like going out around here, 
it's like a little bit of a vibe. The weather's not amazingly um, doing well, but yeah, here we are. Let's get on with it. I literally got here really late. We was meant to start ages ago, and it's just been a like right pilaver, isn't it? Well, yeah, miss, not on time. But I will. I'll let her off till we got this lights. To be fair. Well, I had work, and then I had to go to yoga and meditation, and then I've come straight from that to here. So give me some credit. No, you know what? I will give pre credit in a way because, guys, pre is one of even even out of all of our friends, yeah, in all of our friendship group, she's one of the busiest people to get hold of, and it's because it's not because she's not doing anything she's just lazing around but she, to be fair like you are really hard working like like i was saying like she's one of the hardest people hardest working people i know and one of the hardest as well but I won't. <laughs> like she'll knock me out but she's definitely one of the hardest working people i know like she, i know at the moment you're going from your you like you're saying that you're back in the office now as well like for work yeah, I'm spending a couple of days in the office as well at the moment and then come back home, working back and forth. So yeah, guys, so she so like Pri goes travels from from like here to well not from here because you come here, doesn't aren't you like from our our ends to um to Birmingham and then I know that she's been helping out her family business as well. So they've opened well I think we'll speak about it more throughout the podcast. But Pri's family just opened like another business as well. So I know that she's coming from her actual work, going back home, um, going over to one business, checking on that, and then doing like two hours at another business and then going back home and, um, you know, getting ready for the next night, for the next day, coming all the, like going, doing her normal job and then doing the fact like I'm hats off to you because you must be absolutely shattered by by doing all of that like honestly like a oh, fair play to you that's like entrepreneur in the making I'm telling you do you know what I really just want to stack my money and just I want to keep busy I don't want to be lazing around doing anything I just want to put like I want to just have no time to think because soon as I start thinking that's when like negative stuff happens to me and I just want to get on with it go about my day have really really busy days and just get on with it honestly like that's what's keeping me going at the moment because yeah it is a full-on but this year has been a disaster for me honestly like I've had so much shit go on I cannot even explain no I hear that I hear that but that's why we're not far from 2024 now. So we'll leave 2023 in 2023 and, you know, make some big moves in 2024. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you've got to look, you've got to look forward to. Um, I know that you mentioned some, when you're comfortable to mention a few things on here um, about, like, your family and, and et cetera. But other than that, I think, you just got to stick to what you're doing and keep going on with it because you're doing really well at the moment. And, you know, fair play to you. Yeah, I appreciate that, mate. But let's get on with the dilemmas because we have got certain. Yeah, guys, so we so basically we had a few and then we thought we'd pick one because it will be 
there was to be honest there was quite a, there was quite a few yeah so what i said to, this is what i've said to pre the, the reason being is when we've met up um we were going to go through like the messages and things like that and see what we can get through and and it's one one thing we just wanted to add in there guys is like please do not send us long 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 messages because it's just it's just not ideal um just like short because we're not going to sit there reading through loads and loads because there was there was some that were started off really like started off okay and then they just didn't make sense and then it was like no point bringing that onto the podcast like we just need it short and simple so what we've done is and also after looking at the messages that pre gets in her inbox for instagram from some fucking crazy people i tell you like uh, it was funny because like when we when we met up and we sat there and then pre was like oh like you can go through and they're gonna like, obviously from the first podcast um, or was it the was it our trailer intro thing that we said like start the the message with dilemma? So I'm looking out for the messages that started with dilemma, which wasn't a lot. I'm not saying that we've received loads, but we did receive a fair few. And the re- the other DMs that she's getting from all these people, oh my god, like there's some fucking weird people out there. And then it was like really funny because like we selected the um we selected the the one that I, oh, well, I select, we selected a few, screenshot a few that we'll keep and we'll, we might do some over the couple of weeks. And then Pri started to literally do her like fucking craziness on the phone. Block, 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 block. You like literally like crazy woman like blocking everything. <laughs> I was ready. I was literally ready that to like select the dilemmas and just go block and block and block. You know, like that meme, she goes like block on Instagram. <laughs> I'm literally like that. I block, I'm blocking people constantly annoying people that just talk so much shit it's unreal so what we thought we'd do is we'll change it so um i think we'll just we'll change the description on the on the podcast to email your dilemmas to the email address so any any guys that are listening that are fucking running on madness in their head don't think that pre's gonna pick up the email it's gonna be me so you might want to reframe from some of the re- some of the things that you're you're writing to like women like you you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get no attention saying things like that like bro we maybe i should do a podcast of like how to properly slide into a dm or just like i think it's cringe to be honest like i think it's just i i feel feel fucking icked by it like some of the things that people are saying they're like like some things were like okay it's just like rant like just trying to like obviously message you and stuff like just generally try and make chit chat small talk but there was like some like inappropriate and harsh things as well and i just feel like it's just unnecessary type of things and just like i know that i know what type of person prison she's not going to out people she ain't going to out certain people but there was there was like a blue ticked person in there anyway who um is a singer who had messaged something as well and when i was just like i was quite i I was pretty shocked but it doesn't shock me anyway but can i just add that just because he's a shitty singer doesn't mean he's not paying to get verified for it for each month you know what i mean because any tom dick and harry is paying for these verified instagram accounts now and i just find it like 
everybody knows that you're paying for it you can see that you paid for it you can go onto the verified thing and it will tell you like if these people like it will say these persons already signed up for it which for businesses like businesses and well-known people fair enough but um, like half of these rappers that think they're rappers like are they they're their shit no one knows of them so you got to take that into mind as well does it, just because you got a blue tit don't mean shit shots fired shots fired there yeah but it's true though like anyone becomes a celebrity these days like pipe down calm down like don't worry like you're not you're not on the level of bloody mariah carey and elton john do you know what i mean like calm down <laughs> the fact that you used Elton John as an example, like, yeah, it's crazy. Right, enough chatting. You've got the dilemma. Let's get on with it. Come on. Right, okay, so... Get the phone. Um. Okay, so it goes, Hello, hope you're good. Just wanted to ask for some advice about something fitness-related. I started a gym membership two months ago, and I've not once been... Every time I go, I get to the car park and get nervous and drive back home. I've had a bad experience at the gym before and have, haven't been in three years plus now. Any advice or tips to overcome this? Right. Firstly, give yourself some credit because you've made that initial movement to go to the gym you've you've decided within yourself that you you are going to start going now and you're going to do it so kudos to you like well done because a lot of people would just have a bad experience and never go again it's fair and fair play for that i did think about this and i was thinking right i i genuinely think that you should get to the gym Put your headphones in straight away and don't think and then get out of the car and get into the gym, get a mat, go in a quiet corner and work out, do like stretches, etc. The reason why I say this is because the the longer you're going to sit in the car thinking, you're going to actually just talk yourself out of it and keep doing the same old thing over and over again. So what you want to do is as soon as you get there, even have your headphones in when you leave home. Just have music blasting your ears. Get to the car park, find a space, get out straight away immediately. Get Take your water with you. Don't even think about it. Just literally get out of the car and go straight into the gym. And I promise you, you will make moves if you do that because you're not thinking. It's when you start thinking about, sh- about stuff. Like for me, if I am put off doing something because I'm really anxious about it, the more I think, the more the less I do it. The less I think, the more I do. So I really recommend that you just get there, get out your car and go straight into the gym. If it's about as well working out and do you know what I mean? Like going back into the gym environment again, it is really hard because I've not long just done that. Which was it which it was it was hard, but I go to I don't go to a very busy busy gym like my I, I'm in my area it's like a very private gym it's very like really good but if it's like a budget gym that you're going to I do know as well that they, they I know they get busy but also they are really big so you are going to find a space in the corner somewhere where you can just do some stretches 
once you've done that I recommend going straight onto the treadmill and doing a cardio and just working out doing your first workout on the actual treadmill and I promise you like you will literally feel so much more confident once you started off on the treadmill and then you can like introduce more things to do and then eventually you can start doing weights and all of that yeah 100% like, I, I do I do agree on that as well like, I, like definitely starting off like that not thinking I, I do agree as well like as soon as you start thinking it it just ruins your whole vibe and then when you're negatively thinking that is anyway as soon as you you know start overthinking stuff then you do actually like don't want to go and it, it that is that is really difficult because you've got your mind telling you all these negative things and then you've got the other side of your mind like a small amount that's like oh no you can do this you, you, like, i really want to do this though. i really want to do it this though and like one thing you need to know as well is that you're not alone like we've all had this experience like we've all been nervous about going to the gym even starting it for the first time like the gym the gym can be a very daunting environment but as soon as you start in that you do kind of feel like you're in, in in a bit of a family environment because you do end up speaking to people you do end up just getting involved in like certain classes if you if that's if you want to do that but also there is that element of just going in there getting your workout done leaving and that's what I I try to implement because I don't want to I don't go to the gym for a social aspect whereas in some people do like I see some people at, like at my gym that literally go for full-on conversations which is that's up to them and that's 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 okay as well like if you want to go for that social element and you want to talk about fitness with people do that but if you want to go and get your workout done you want to leave that is my recommendation because you can't literally the treadmill is the easiest thing to start and like just go on the treadmill do slow walking you don't have to do running you can just literally do slow walking and then do power walk like power walk as soon as you've done that leave and then come back and then decide right okay I'm gonna do stretches today I'm gonna do the the treadmill and the bike and then like just slowly introduce things like that and that is really healthy for you as well because it's not you're not your body's not going to go on overload by doing too much too many exercises at once especially if she said that she's not been three years plus like you're you are really into your fitness as well so you you should know what's the best thing to start off with yeah, like no, what you what you've already advised is is pretty much bang on. Like starting off with a few stretches and then going in to do, um, like a bit of cardio. Eventually, you know, getting weights involved because just doing cardio is not is is not going to really achieve a lot of things that you might want to do body wise. It's adding weights to it. Um, but the best thing that you can do what my advice would be is maybe buddy up with somebody and that would be a really good thing that you can do is like go with a friend go like say to one of your mates like look even if it's for the first time buy them a, a day pass with you and be like look do you want to come with me it might motivate them to come as well if if you don't want to do that fair enough like you know there's nothing else i i personally think i could i could advise on that because i feel like you pretty much handled everything there with, with what sh what what you should do but one thing that i do advise is definitely like buddying up with somebody um whether it's someone already going to the gym so maybe your mate's already at the gym 
joining the gym that your mates at maybe even if, if so the gym that maybe you've started at now maybe your friends or mates aren't there maybe even if it's like traveling a little bit far further out for where one of your mates goes just go to that gym for like let's say a month and then as soon as you've got used to that gym trust me once you've been to one you, you will be fine with all of them people get these get a lot of anxiety and stuff like that before starting gyms but i can guarantee you right no one gives a fuck about anyone else in the gym like if you if you're going to the gym to give a shit about other people and what they're up to and what they're doing you you must be really sad as fuck and i don't care if you if anyone that's listening that does do that that's like judging people at the gym you need to fucking stop because you're you're just a pathetic sad one for doing that so get literally ask one of your mates if not like pre said soon as you leave your house have your headphones in get to the gym park up literally soon as you get into the car parking space get the fuck out of your car get straight into the gym don't think about it and go straight to what you where you need to also maybe put some really good motivational music on as well in your ears and that will that trust me that will motivate you do you know what's really relating to me that the fact that she's this person said that they've left the gym because they had a bad experience I had a bad, really bad experience and that put me off going to the gym as well. I never went back for quite a few years, actually. I never, I just decided that I was going to go back to the gym again. But when I, as soon as I got back in there, I was like, "What? why did I leave? Like, why did I do that? Why did, why did I think that I should have left? Like, I really enjoyed it. I feel, I felt better in myself. And then I had some family emergencies happen and family issues, which meant I couldn't be in busy environments because of like bringing back germs to vulnerable people which I will touch upon in another episode of the podcast but as soon as I did literally get back in there and do my boxing I felt amazing even though I hadn't been for a very long time I really did miss it but that's the thing though like fitness is key for your mental health like it's gonna so I when I was in my last relationship, so I'm literally having Nando burps, and this is like really fucking gross. But I'm literally watching you over the mic, be like, uh, uh, "Like, do you want to take? Do you want to drink some water?" I'm, I'm just gonna take a sip. But yeah, like when I was in my ex relationship, like the one thing that she didn't do was like any any sort of fitness, like not running, not walk, like not even anything like that. And I did say to her. Um, I was like, start the gym, and it will trust me. It will help you with your mental health. Um, and it really did help our relationship. Um, because she was really like, she was thinking about the same things over and over again. She's been quite negative about a lot of things. And then as soon as I got her into the gym and persuaded her to get into the gym, she was pretty much a lot more happier. Like she wasn't obviously changed person, but she was before like 90% negative where she was like now like 60% negative so it really did impact her and I saw that change within a person which was you know that's why they fitness is the fucking key working out is the fucking key like you've got you just got to work out for your mental you just have to I know that you're pretty much into your spiritual um and spiritual meditation now and a lot of your yoga and 
you know, the last time that we were out and stuff, you was telling us all about it, like how how much like it, you know, it's made you like calmer and helped you with everything. Um, but you obviously implement the fitness side and as side in it as well, which you know, which is good. So you've got a balance. So I pretty much do my yoga and meditation, and I do a lot of cardio. I have started to do weights more as well, but. I really do love my running. Like, I can run and I love my swimming. I go swimming once a week. I want to do more swimming, actually. I want to do. I want to make it more often. But it's just my schedule. It's really busy. I want to do swimming more. I want to do my meditations more. I'm hopefully looking at to go on a, a retreat as well and train with one of um, my yoga teachers. So she's really, really amazing. She's really positive about it. She's like, I want you. I really do want you to do this i think that you'd be really good at it because you've been doing it for years like you you love your yoga i remember back in like back in sixth form as well you're one of the first people to go you and a good friend of ours you both started going to um oh what's that yoga that you guys used to get on the train like we used to uh remember when you would get off you would you two would be on the train you would get off at that um near the bridge and like we would be waiting to go to football on the other side for we'd go we'd be going to shrewsbury and you'd be like waving at us and then we you would get back on the, onto the trend and then you would go um was it wolverhampton that you'd go to for the yoga yeah so me and my really good friend at the time kira we would go all the way to wolverhampton to bikram yoga because it was the only place that did it so bikram yoga if no one knows it's like yoga within like a very hot environment so it's it's like doing it in a sauna but there's so many health benefits from it if you have aches and pains it relieves stress it's so it was just so good but it became one of them like we were doing it when our lives were less busy and now our lives are extremely busy and it's hard like traveling to do these things but what I've learned is I'm not going to hold on to things and not do them and keep saying, yeah, I will do that and not do it. I've just now just started to make plans and do it. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to start going to meditation, going to yoga. And I think what's happened is with me starting all of that, I feel like I've outgrown a lot of people, a lot of settings, a lot of social situations. I don't know if you can... Uh, you kind of kind of agree because we had the we had the conversation about this the last time I saw you, that that time that I saw you, and that's when we you know we came up with the idea of actually we should do the podcast together because we're both at the time of our lives where we're in the same age. We're pretty much looking, well, you're looking for this uh, something that I probably would want in a couple of years or whenever it happens, but we're going through kind of similar things and been through similar things, sim- similar situations yeah I feel like that that's exactly how I feel as well I feel like there's a lot of things that have happened between our friendship groups that have outgrown people people have left people have moved some people are having children some people get married and there is an odd few still left in the group that are doing the same thing and you know which is okay that is okay I'm not saying that it's not like if it, if it makes them happy and they're okay doing that that's fine but like you know like you said you do outgrow certain things in certain situations and people and that is okay as well like you do outgrow people to benefit yourself 
and it benefits them as well. Some of them might not think about it, but if they're happy continuing doing that, you don't like what they're doing. There's no point being in each other's lives. Like you've served each other's purpose of being friends, and that's fine. That's okay. Um, but you know, for me, like it's like the going out and all of that is just it's not like a overly attractive thing anymore, and it's not you know what I want to be doing. Like you know, like you said, like when you went to um, when you know when you went to my album, you were telling us the story about like, the two groups of of like the ages and things like that, and you know how you you all both the two sets of groups like where you went to work do you want to like, tell them see explain it because I feel like I'm just just not going to do any justice yeah so when I went to Vegas guys I went to work on a campaign for Visit Florida I was the only British person by the way so it was very daunting but I went by myself and it was really good when I went out there there was other people that were working on the campaign as well and the, the like the hotel rooms I was staying near were like two other girls that were from one was from Atlanta and the other one was from Chicago and we were all similar ages so they were like 34 36 I'm I was 30 at the time and we just became like really clicky and then there was there was three of us and there was like four of four others so there was like seven of us seven or eight of us or there's five of them I don't know but there was quite a few of us but us three we would always do different things to the youngers because they they were all like 25 and under and they wanted to go and do partying in Miami and we very much were like yeah we've been there done that like back ages ago like we're 30 so we were like booking really nice restaurants and one of them knew that I was really obsessed with um Gianni Versace I really wanted to go to the Versace mansion and go and see where like he passed away you know god rest his soul icon legend and she was like, come on, let's go and do it. And then we couldn't get three reservations. So me and her, one of the girls, Kay- Kayla, she was like, you and me will go. And it was really just, I, I, like, I'm just thinking about it now. And I just met some really amazing girls out there. And it was absolutely amazing. But it was just showing like the groups of people at the different ages about what people like and what people don't. I'm so glad that I met them too because we were going for like really classy dinners. We were going to like really nice bars in between obviously work because we were there for work. All of us were. But the evenings were pretty much free for us to go and do stuff and we would just go for food. And it was interesting because the youngsters, they were like not turning up to certain sets on time. When we went to like, so the biggest thing that we did was we had we were we were all going to the Miami Heat game, and we got told we would have to meet at a certain point because we were all going to get on this minibus together, and we was going to take videos and do content with Visit Florida. Sorry, guys, I'm just sipping on my peppermint tea. It's gone bloody cold now. So we had all got that. I know that I'm going off with this, but I'm just going to tell you why we're here. 
this is the age group thing that I'm telling you about. So we all got there. We were waiting for them. And they were literally like hour and a half late to the minibus, which delayed everything. So it was really unprofessional. And I was like, me and the girls were like, is, is it their age? Like, are they that immature? Like, is it because we're older and we've got shit together? Yeah, but then you've got to think about it like this as well. If they're doing that, then would would you do that at their age though? Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously they're young. They are going to do stuff like that. And I know, you know, the age group thing, like I think you, maybe you'd get irritated with them because like you said, you've been there, you've done that, but you're completely older than them. I'm going to be really honest. I feel like it's where you've been brought up and your environment. A few of these people that I was there with, they were pretty much really spoiled and they had everything handed to them. Whereas in, I've always worked from when I was younger. I come from a working class family. I don't know anyone in my family that's never worked. Everyone's always worked. If I was going somewhere at under, when I was like, let's say 24 to work, to work on a campaign and do something that's going to benefit me in the long run and it's going to look good on me because... I'm showing up and I'm going to be offered more things ahead, then I would still be like very much like, okay, I'm very going to be punctual with everything that I'm doing. Partying was second to work. So the three of us that were, that were, had made friends and that we were all together quite a lot, we prioritize work. One, one of the girls that I was with out there, she was, she had done mod, modeling and she had done like, um, rolling Stones and stuff like that. She's a single mom, and she's always been dependent. She's always had a dependent, which is obviously her child, and she's a single mom. So she was always, always working and always thinking about a child. Like every time that we had availability, like to ring our family in the day, she would do it, and then. If she, if it meant that she couldn't ring him, speak to her little son, that she would, she would miss out on dinner so she can go and spend time in her room, and Facetime her son, because she was like, even though she's working, she really wanted to be there for her son, so he knows that mom's working, she's making a living, but she's thinking of me. And I thought that was really amazing, and I think that was really inspirational to me. Wow. Yeah, no, I understand that. I completely get that. Yeah, I think when when you do look at it at that point of view as well and think about, like, obviously, you know, different people, um, how they prioritise things and maybe the generations that are getting on, you know, the generations that are different now compared to when we were younger where we had more pressure and more responsibilities because we come from a little bit... Because the families were stricter, whereas now kids are getting phones from a young age... They're pretty much able to do what they want when they don't want when they won't go out at certain times, but there is a lot more pressure as well on them because of those reasons to look good. And you know, you look at some kids and you just think, like, what they're like 23, 24, and actually they're like 15 and they're very ahead of time. I just think that's the way the world go by, goes by now. Like, you look at some girls that are like 14. 13 I see them sometimes when I'm driving to work in the morning and I'm seeing like school girls that look like they're like 28 because they've got the lashes they've got the hair they've got the makeup 
Whereas in I, I actually didn't even stop wearing foundation till I was like 26. I don't really even wear it now because I am very conscious about what I put my skin constantly and I like to air my skin because I'm worried about, you know, clogged pores and things like that. But it's just that the way that the kids are looking, so much mature and older, it's unreal. Yeah, I remember you saying about the situation as well, that you're saying that um, um, some children come into your family business and they were uh, trying to like pull the wool over your, you guys eyes and say that they're like they're, they're a certain age and, and they're not and you have to like kick them out and stuff yeah because you have to be really careful who you let in an establishment that serves alcohol because you could literally be closed down and find luckily for that situation i had an inkling that something wasn't right and I decided that I was going to get them ID'd. We don't ID every single person that comes into the bar and the and the bistro, like the bar pub that we've got. Obviously, the new bar that we've opened, like it's not going to be. The bar is different because you're going to be get ID'd at the door, but the pub you don't you don't ID every single person because if someone looks like they're forty, you're not going to ID them. But you just have an inkling with someone trying to put. I just knew it, and I was like, bro, I'm not having that. Was you? Can I just say? Was you just like get out of my pub? on that note on that disastrous note I think we should end the podcast because that was horrendous (laughs) (laughs) right okay she's gonna leave me hanging like that so harsh I'm gonna quickly get in there as well yeah guys I think we'll save this story for another time but soon when I moved to the Midlands yeah and um because I moved from Gravesend and I'm I'd moved when I was like seven, six, no, was it 16, 15, 16? And then me and Pri went to the same sixth form and like, I was like gassed that, oh, I'm going to be around. Because obviously I come from a very um, Asian environment in Graves and I was, was full of Asians when I was like in my secondary school. And then when I moved here to like go sixth form and um, spend my like later 20s, like not very diverse, like just the area is kind of like really Caucasian. So I wasn't, there was not a lot of brown people around here then. Well, there is now, but there wasn't them. And like I came into the into these guys' sixth form and um, started football, met like a amazing lad called Max Morrison, guys. We'll probably get on here at some point. He's an amazing entrepreneur, made so much of his life in Ibiza. But um, he's a really good friend of mine and Pri's. And he... I played football with him and we ended up coming um oh where did we go we we so yeah so we went to guys we came to like the sixth form it was it like um, what was it called Molin Moliny Moliny or something like that something stupid we had a sixth form room where everyone used to chillax everyone used to like just sit there and like just it, it, we used to play music there used to be like a tv in there that was playing like MTV and a pool table and things like that. And like Max was like, yeah, my friends are going to love you. Look, cause he's, he's half, he's mixed race. And then um, he was like, yeah, I've got, he goes, all my friends, like quite a few, couple of my friends are, uh, are Asian as well. And then um, he went to introduce me to like pre a live, one of our friends called live a, a lad called Jeevan, um, Chloe, um, Becca, 
Millie, sorry if I missed any of you guys out. Like Josh, um, Andre, Mario, all of these like guys. Yeah, Gino, can't forget Gino, man. But yeah, so we would all. Sit, I went and said hello, and I said, to, and I said, to, oh, hi. I went to Priya, went, oh, hello. I was like, oh, but I'm Punjabi as well, and she was like, uh, she said, this is the fucking funniest thing. Yeah, she was like, mm, yeah, and, and do you know what, guys, it cracked me up. She she did this while looking at herself in the mirror, applying lip gloss and not looking at. She didn't even look up. She didn't even give me eye contact on contact, and I thought like, fucking hell, like this girl's so rude, like. How rude is that? And I was like, okay, that's like, you know, I was like, fucking hell. Me, like, and we were going to be in the same friendship group moving forward, and we didn't actually get on for, for quite a while, but we will bring that story up into another um, episode, what would be interesting. I just want to add to that story, because he misses the fact out that he came over, and he didn't even say hello. He went, oh, well, I'm Punjabi as well. And I was like, right, this guy's rude. So he, we were continuing both thinking that he, he thought I was rude and she, and I thought he was rude. I was like, he's a rude little shit. He's full of himself just because he's Punjabi. Who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> it was so funny that we, we had a rivalry. It was fucking hilarious. And then you've got your Asia, you, you've got the Asian thing of like, everyone that's Asian, they think that you just because you're Asian, you, you should all get on. But... We, I never thought like that. I never thought like, if another Asian came, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to get on with them. It's like who, whoever I jowled with, I jowled with. Yeah, but when I first met you, I didn't. I thought you wasn't Indian. I thought you were like, like, um, what? When I when I first saw you around in sixth form, I thought you was like some, um, like Arab kind of religion or something like that because I just you didn't look like the normal typical. Print- uh, I shouldn't say normal, typical, but you didn't look a Punjabi. Um, so I, 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 until obviously Max told me, then I was like, oh, okay. And that's when I was like, that's why I said what, like I said it, but I feel like we'll explain the whole beef that we had going on. It was hilarious. And it wasn't actually until we went, we both started, we, he joined my Punjabi school and that's when we actually started getting on. And I was like, oh my God, like, this guy is like my brother. Like he was, like we were really close in Punjabi school, wasn't we? Yeah, like Punjabi school is when we like pretty much started getting on. But um, yeah, that would be another story for another time. But yes, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Continue sharing and liking our podcast. You know, it helps with the exposure and just people listening to us just chat away chat shit sometimes as well but it, we really do really appreciate everyone that's listened so far we've we've had such i tell you what guys we've had such an amazing like feedback from the first episode obviously there was a there was quite a few blips and stuff but it was our first episode and we did swear well i swore quite a bit and um you know but there were so many people that found it really entertaining and they wanted to know more there's like people that I knew that were listening to it they were asking me more about the date because there's a lot of things that I missed out and that's why I feel like I came across really harsh on her but I didn't as well because I missed some things that she did say and she did do but I thought I don't want to make it all about that but there was more things to it guys so I don't mean to feel like oh like I made a big deal out of something small that I didn't I actually did play it down if I'm honest with you um there's a few like arrogant things that were said 
you know, it is what it is. And each episode, you'll get to know us more and find out what our personality is like. We just go off on a tangent and start chatting about stuff like this. <laughs> but yeah, keep getting your um, dilemmas over. Like I said, with the email, get the email over to us. Email us, guys, for, with your dilemmas or whatnot at life.dilemmas.podcast at europe.com. And it is also in Priya's, uh, Pri's bio as well. Um, so you can pick it up from there. Is it in your, is it in your bio? How, where is it linked? Uh, what you can do, guys, is go onto my Instagram and it will say email. And you can just click email and it will take you directly to the link. And then you can email me. The dilemma as well. Me and Kay will both pick it up because we're both linked to the email address. So you can email us. But have an amazing weekend, guys, and we will speak to you very soon. Peace out, people. Take care.